Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, had another wonderful experience in grocery shopping yesterday. Oh, that's good. I like wonderful experiences yeah, that you have. Too. I love them. shopping. Everybody knows I love them. Uh, I love super chatty clerks. Really like that a lot. So I bring my stuff up, you know, a few, few little items. Uh-huh. Put it on the conveyor belt, rolls yep. up. So, how you doing? Clerk here, says. Here we go. Uh, fine. <laughs> then the bagger says, how you doing? Well, I'm approximately the same amount of fineness uh, I was with, you know, a quarter of a second ago. <laughs> Well, maybe when the guy standing right next to you didn't want to eavesdrop. The same question. Yeah, didn't didn't want to eavesdrop. You know, didn't want to. <laughs> okay. So then he pipes up. Oh wow, this is a good steak. Oh no, not really. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's what. That's why I'm buying it because <laughs> I kind of had the same thought. But uh, yeah, I went to a steakhouse at a casino and uh, had a fifty-five dollar steak. What? And I was like. Why is this $55 when I can get a steak just as good right here, like this steak that you're buying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what an awkward conversation. So, right? Right? Why do I? I mean, what do you say to that? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes that happens in a restaurant. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> don't know what to tell you. Maybe don't eat at casinos. I, I, I don't know. My goodness, <laughs> that is. <laughs> yeah, I oh, wait. Was that was that the end of the awkward conversation? Uh, well, by then my items had been rung up, and I'm wishing him a hearty hi ho. Yep. See you later. Uh, good luck next time with your. See you at the slots. Casino steak. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So. Well, <sighs> uh, but, but it's not just me, right? That's a weird conversation oh, it's totally to have. Weird. Don't ask me any questions. Don't ask, especially not about the items I'm buying. I don't. I don't want to talk about them. It's, I just want to buy them. It's really awkward. It's totally awkward. It's so awkward. Like I feel awkward putting the little uh, divider between myself and the next person in line because uh-huh. I'm getting too close to their uh, products. <laughs> yeah, you know, I sure as heck I'm not going to have a conversation about your products. <laughs> it's just weird, man. It is. But I do want to know. Come on. Uh-huh. How was the steak? Was it pretty good? I haven't had it good. yet. Why not, I haven't, man? I haven't eaten when are you going to make it? I don't know. Maybe tonight. Well, how are you going to make it? Like, uh, how are you going to prepare it? I'll put it on the grill. Like, I need to know all I'm of these things right now. It's going to be I want to know. grilled outdoors. Outdoors? Uh-huh. Oh. Grilled wow. outdoors. And it's cold. It's rainy and nasty and snowing about an hour north of here. Wow. Actual snow? Yeah. Is it accumulating or? No. Oh, okay. I mean, unless you're on a grassy surface or an elevated surface. Right. Other than that, no. Is there an elevated surface in Texas? Oh my gosh, huh. yeah, yeah. Those roads and stuff. Where well, yeah, the elevated and... freeway on-ramps. Yeah, that's what they mean. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're on a hill or something. Yeah, there's no such thing as a hill around here. <laughs> yeah, it is winter, and I cannot warm up today. It's like 34 degrees and rainy, and ugh, feels and that way inside. that's why you're wearing a coat uh, on the broadcast yeah. and a hat. Uh, Falcon's hat. I'm very chilled right nice. now. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, the the wonderful impeachment of uh, Donald J. Trump continues, and aren't we having fun with this? We're having fun, right? <laughs> That's the word. So much fun. About as much fun as Pat talking to a cashier. <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe a little less fun uh, than that, actually. Uh, uh, but yesterday, 
had a little interruption in the hearing. Uh, somebody started screaming stuff uh, from his chair, and we found out who it was. But here, here's a look at, at what happened. Jerry Nadler and the Democrat <laughs> Party are committing treason against this country. Take and you can kick me out, but he's the one committing crimes. You are, Jerry Nadler. Yeah. You're the one committing treason. America's done with this. America's sick of the treason committed by the Democrat Party. <laughs> I think that's probably true. But. <laughs> We voted for Donald Trump, and they're simply removing because they don't like him. Americans are sick of their impeachment scandal. They're sick of the Democrat treason. We know who committed the crimes, and it wasn't Trump. Mm-hmm. Trump is innocent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well then, and now he's done. I guess his rant was over by then. Now he says they were impeding his free speech. No, I'm sorry. That no, that's not what that was. You don't have the right to interrupt hearings and and start yelling and screaming at the top of your lungs when, you know, the rest of us are trying to get this whole thing worked out and get it over with and uh, have an end to it. But uh, that was an InfoWars host. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And and he says his free speech was violated. Free speech is violated. So do they have room in that uh, hearing uh, room for all... For the other 330 million of us to rant and rave? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's not how well, it works. Well, we can dude. see if we... No, it isn't how now, it Maybe works. in a democracy, <clears throat> that's uh-huh. how that would work. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but uh, in a constitutional republic where we elect representatives to go in and, and mm-hmm. do this crap for us as much as they suck, Jerry Nadler, right. um, that's the way it goes, man. Yeah, And, and that's their role, and they're going to do it. Yep. And you just need to wait until next November. <laughs> I mean, right. seriously. Um, uh, or, you know, go to a public hearing. Where the public's invited to speak, you could do that. You know, you could express your freedom of speech online. You could do it on your show. I think he has one uh-huh. on Infowars, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's not freedom of speech. And even then, when you go to your public hearings, I'm sorry, but that doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to listen to you or take what you say that is, that's true. into account, as I have learned numerous times at uh, city council meetings. <clears throat> Not better just saying. So mm-hmm. what happens is you, again, wait until election day, and then you elect different people. That's how it works. Right. That's 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 our system. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, like Reese's, I'm not sorry. We're not sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah. not sorry? Yeah, not sorry. I'm not sorry, because that is how our system works. And it's a great system. It's the, it's the best system ever devised. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like it, then, you know, go try something else somewhere else. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, CNN is trying something else. They're trying to. Uh, I think they're trying to appeal to the least amount of people they possibly can uh, in this country. It's working, and it's working really <laughs> well for them. It is really working out. Uh, they just hit a three year ratings low with this impeachment stuff. Congratulations. That, I mean, that takes CNN. effort. It does. It takes effort. You don't just blow off millions of people uh, without trying. No, they're trying hard. CNN posted their lowest primetime ratings in three years over the Thanksgiving holiday. CNN managed to bring in just over 600,000 primetime viewers last week. So that's... Jeez, you're getting to the point of a local affiliate. Right, because if that's seven days, right, that's less than 100,000 a day that are watching CNN and primetime. That's really bad. Really, really bad. Okay, so, so I'm just looking this up, and... Uh, 
Mm. I don't know. Mm. I'm looking up as, as well over a million, but that was not. Nah, this isn't. I'm trying to compare apples to apples, unlike CNN that does their little cute little apples and oranges thing. Yeah. I want to see what the high water mark was for CNN viewership. If we're down to in their heyday, yeah, or just in the last few years, ever, yeah, ever. Oh, uh, must have been much, much higher. Man, have they tumbled back in the '80s and '90s? It had to be. You know, they because they were ahead of there was no Fox News in the mm-hmm. 80s. And I think Fox came around in what, 95, 96 ish. Yep. yep. And it took Fox maybe a year or <laughs> two to beat them. <laughs> I think it was a year. Just needed some competition. Yeah. Meanwhile, an NBC News reporter ran cover for Elizabeth Warren on the campaign trail after she lied about sending her kid to public school. Reporter Jonathan Allen claimed anyone who calls out Warren's lies is attacking her kid by extension. Her kid is what, 46 now? (laughs) Her child is like 46 years old. This was a long time ago that he was in school. Nobody's attacking her children. It's so stupid. And we're attacking her for her lies, not not the child anyway, even though I'm sure he's still sensitive at 46 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Finally, a fake news reporter was finally held accountable by Newsweek after she falsely reported that Donald Trump would be spending Thanksgiving golfing and tweeting. The reporting uh, was proven wrong when Trump made a surprise visit to troops in Afghanistan. Yeah, I think what this... What this is doing is just taking some highlights of the media last week. Yeah, and how how well they're doing and why they're blowing off millions of of viewers. Yeah, yeah, and and I think a case in point, uh, last night with uh, Chris Cuomo, uh, you got to see this clip uh, where he he can he misspeaks, but he cannot admit it. You got to see this. Can we play this clip of Chris Cuomo? We want to bring in a top house investigator who just got out of a meeting with the speaker next yeah i think um there may have been a little bit of fake news in there before i was not in a meeting with uh, speaker pelosi i, I never said you were actually with the judiciary committee oh uh, yes you and did not, not you i got okay um i just wanted to be clear about that oh wow <laughs> wow so, so he said he just got out of a meeting with the speaker uh, actually i didn't i didn't say that <laughs> yeah chris you, you did oh my gosh Guys, Roll that again because what a little man. Yeah, watch what he says at the very beginning. We want to bring in a top house investigator who just got out of a meeting with the speaker. Next, yeah, I huh. think um, there may have been a little bit of fake news in there before. I was not in a meeting with uh, Speaker Pelosi. I, I never said you were. Really <laughs> Relax, <laughs> you did. So just chill out, man. Fredo, good golly! <laughs> wow. I mean. He thinks you protest too much. It's not that big a deal, is it? <laughs> I never said you were! <laughs> you say what? Well, if I said that, I apologize. All right, so you weren't in the meeting. Jeez! <laughs> I never said you were! Uh, Chris, it's Fredo, calm down. Have a seat. <laughs> Don't ever say that I said that you were in a meeting with the speaker ever again. <laughs> I never want to hear the words that I said that you were at a meeting with the speaker come out of your mouth again over there. <laughs> so Seriously. Weird. Of all the things that, like, <laughs> jump down someone's throat on. I, I never said you were! 
Okay, Fredo, just uh, relax. All right, I have fun. And the guy just backed off immediately. He wasn't trying. Yeah, to be... and he even said he's like, "All right, well, maybe somebody <laughs> okay, well, else inside." Yeah, okay. See, that's how you handle it, Chris. But right. no, it's like uh, I never said you were. It's tough times being Chris Cuomo. <laughs> Tell you that, what is, man, is he a loose cannon or what? Again, it's those low ratings at CNN have everybody a little bit on edge. Uh-huh. They've only got six hundred thousand viewers, and there's another example. Of why they only have 600,000 viewers. What a sensitive guy. It's <laughs> just pathetic. Uh-huh. Man. Okay, yeah, I, maybe I misspoke before the break. No, uh, I don't think I said that. Did I say that? All right, well, my apologies. All right, so, so you weren't with the speaker, but okay. sir, thank you for coming on tonight. <laughs> yes! <laughs> not that big a deal. It's not like he, you know, called your sister a whore. <laughs> It's not. Come on. That's exactly what it is. That's the tone you would use. Yes. How dare you say that? (laughs) Jeez. 888-933-93. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Man, with uh, Christmas around and we got all kinds of guests, people coming over, the weather is sometimes bad, people are tracking stuff in across your carpeting and all of that and spilling stuff everywhere. You don't need to, if you've been thinking about this, because we were uh, thinking about replacing our carpets, because there, there were stains that just didn't come out, and we had professional cleaners come out, and, and I really thought that they were going to get this, all the stains out of it. Nope. They were still there. As soon as it dried, there's the stains. That's when we tried and came in contact with Genesis 950. Uh, before you consider replacing any carpeting, try Genesis 950. It's an amazing pet stain and odor remover. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odor so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet stains and odors, odors from uh, carpeting and from padding. And you can, it can be used in carpet cleaning machines. It's green, so it's safe for your family and your pets. If you're tired of pet cleaners that don't work, Really, seriously, try Genesis 950. It really does work. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 can make up to seven gallons of cleaner. And it does get pet pet, uh, urine, which is really hard to get out. It really does remove those stains. And it's not just for stains either. You can clean your entire house, bathrooms, kitchens, countertops, granite, quartz, garage floors, oil and grease stains, engines, wheels, tools, upholstery before you get new carpet try genesis 950 it's available on amazon.com but if you order a gallon direct at genesis 950.com you'll get a free spray bottle and a discount using the offer code blaze so go to genesis 950.com Genesis 950.com offer code blaze. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. 
That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple Eight. 900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Gosh, we're only two weeks in a day. 15 days from Christmas. Mm-hmm. If so I guess we have 14 shopping days left before Christmas. There you go. Wow. It is. I mean, it. It just goes by at the speed of light. It just seems like we were just talking about Halloween, and here we are, almost at Christmas already. Yeah, I don't. I don't like these abbreviated. Uh, yeah, the holiday abbreviated yeah, like this since Thanksgiving came so late. Yeah, I mean, you would think we'd have a little time to work back into the shortest holiday season from the longest last year, but nope. Boom, we went from longest to shortest in one year. I don't know how that happens. I think it's a metric thing. Yeah, so that's what no, it was. No way to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, Genesis nine fifty and getting stains out, yeah, this guy could really benefit from Genesis nine fifty. <laughs> this guy apparently story. he was uh, attempting to uh, clean his home with a Roomba. You know those little robot vacuum cleaners. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the Roomba just bounces all over the place and it goes every which way. Is there, it? There's one now that goes in. Uh, a uniform line. Oh, like a grid or something? Yeah, like a grid. Huh. Yeah, but the Roomba just bounces everywhere. And it's see, like, well, wait, why can't you... Yeah. You know, so it misses stuff. I think this guy's Roomba just is kind of... Oh, and I don't know how they work here, but I guess it's always on duty. Yeah. So to speak. Oh, really? And so um, if huh. it sees a mess, it'll go and try to clean it up, which is what happened to this guy in the middle of the right? night when his dog took <clears throat> crap in the living room. Oh, no. Yeah. No, honey. Uh-huh. So the Roomba just kicked into gear by itself? I don't know. I, I honestly, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that's what happened here. Anyway. It's a fun story. Because uh, it didn't happen to us. <laughs> this would be a nightmare. Yeah, his dog poops on the floor yeah. in his house. But he doesn't realize it because he's in bed sleeping. <clears throat> uh, so, and his kid climbs into bed with him. And uh, the Roomba goes into action. Yeah. And so, it runs over the poop. Oh, look at that. Look, that's just the kitchen. And then it. Or spreads the poop all over. Oh, no, that's the bathroom after he goes and tries to clean it off. Oh, my gosh, that's and, nasty. And so the way the story goes. Oh, my gosh. That, uh, you just throw the Roomba that's away. That's just, okay. I'm throwing it away. Let's back up, okay? If you go through the story, the kid climbs wow. into bed with him. He, he smells something rank. He realizes his kid's got dog feces on his feet. He goes and cleans off the kid's mm-hmm. feet, puts the kid back to bed, and realizes. Then the, the the, it's all over the place. Has, has struck the living room and beyond. You know what I do? I grab my kid, my wife, if she's there. We leave the house. <laughs> I set, I, I light a match. <laughs> I throw it into the house and let it burn down at that point. You call the insurance company. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Look at the, I mean, the, just the, <clears throat> the diagram yeah, there's, of there's everywhere the, the there's poop There's the trail went. that the Roomba took around the house. <laughs> and uh, destroying carpets. Like I said, Genesis 950 come in handy for this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, mm. it, his description is priceless. If you have a Roomba, please rid yourself of all distractions and absorb everything I'm about to tell you. Do not, under any circumstances, let your Roomba run over dog poop. Because if that happens, it will spread <laughs> the dog poop over every conceivable surface within its reach. <clears throat> resulting in a home that closely resembles a Jackson Pollock... Poop painting. <laughs> his ran over a fresh pile, one thirty in the morning, when the rest of the house was sleeping. When his four-year-old got up to crawl into bed, as Keith mentioned, at 3 o'clock, he was alerted to the disaster. <clears throat> when your home, when your four-year-old 
gets up at three to crawl in bed with you. You'll wonder why he's and you wonder why he smells like dog poop. <laughs> and you'll walk into the living room and you'll wonder why the floor feels slightly gritty. Oh, 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 and no. you'll see a brown encrusted, vaguely Roomba shaped <laughs> thing sitting in the middle of the floor with a glowing green light. Like everything is OK. <laughs> like it's proud of itself. <laughs> <clears throat> I got it cleaned up, boss. You're still half asleep up until this point, but now you wake up pretty damn quickly, and then the horror. Oh, the horror. Newton opts to clean his child off first. Of course, you scrub the poop off his feet feet and put him back in bed, but you don't bother cleaning up your own feet because you know what's coming. It's inevitable, and it's coming at you like a freight train. So you clean the Roomba. Not me. I'm throwing the Roomba away. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. You toss it in the bathtub to let it soak. You pull it apart piece by piece, wondering at what point you became an adult and assumed responsibility for 3.30 a.m. Roomba disassembly poop cleanups. (laughs) By this point, the poop isn't just on your hands. It's smeared up to your elbows. You already heard the Roomba make that uh, whirl boop hiss noise that sounds like electronics dying. Well, yeah, you can't put this in it. Can you put it in a bathtub? No, he learned that later. (laughs) <laughs> See, I think I would have thought of that before I put it in the bathtub. Well, he's in hysterics. He's got poop everywhere. He's just like, ah, I got to put it somewhere. But Anyhow. yeah, he tossed the entire electronic device into the bathtub. Oh, and you're not just using profanity. You're, you're inventing new types of profanity. <laughs> you're saying things that would make Satan shudder in revulsion. <laughs> you so hope your kid stayed in bed because if he hears you talking like this, there's no way he's not ending up in prison. <laughs> this is a really funny. Oh, it's so good. Description. So well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so really it, it goes on to where Roomba is uh, replacing his four hundred dollar uh, unit with a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he goes on to describe. We'll post this up uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. He goes on to describe how you know. You better try to save that rug yeah. uh, because your wife's going to ask you if you even tried to clean it before you threw it out and, you know, burned it in a barrel. You get out the carpet shampooer. When you push it up to the rug, the rug that started it all, the shampooer <laughs> just laughs at you because that rug <laughs> is going in the trash, folks. <laughs> but you shampoo it anyway because your wife loved that darn rug and you know she'll ask. If you tried to clean it first. There it is. Yeah. See. Good stuff. So the wife's not awake at this point? Yeah, right? Where is she? I mean, how is that possible? My wife would be all over me. No, don't do that. Don't put that in there. Don't do that. Don't put that in the tub. You can't put electronics in the tub. No, you can't clean it like that. It's got to be cleared by hand. I, I would have been hearing oh, all those things. Hold on a all second. Those things. There's, uh, a, there's a hole in your story, okay? Burr, I'm cold. Thank and you. I'm cold. Yeah. It's go, cold. Go I'm cold. Turn burr. on the thermostat. Make it warmer. <laughs> then clean the poop off the Roomba. Mm-hmm. But she'd be right, and she would have saved me the you know four hundred dollars for the Roomba machine. Oh yeah, because oh you <clears> definitely <throat> want to keep the Roomba that's smeared in dog feces. Yeah, I really don't. No. I really don't. That was nice of the company to uh, replace that. So the company replaced it. Yes, I didn't get to that part in the story. It's yeah. a very long story, mm-hmm. uh, but really. Uh, amazing. This I poor mean, guy. You can, and you can imagine what this would be like. It takes a lot of words, a lot of description to to <laughs> adequately describe the scene of poop smeared all over How your gross domicile. Is that? Oh my gosh, that's nasty. And you know, when we lived in Houston, remember that we had the uh, the high watermark of four cats. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah. Just saying that. So uh, one of them mm-hmm. got, got the runs, and I slept through this. Ooh, yeah. And, and just oh my. all over the house, dragged himself. Oh, Carrie, no, no, Carrie honey, had to no. clean up the disaster. Didn't wake me up because you know, I had to wake up well, early to, to, get up to do three. the Pat Gray show. Right. So, um, right. so we've kind of been there. Um, yeah. I think it's really point, cool of Roomba, though. Yeah. Uh, he says there's more other story. It involves more paper towels <laughs> than any household should own. A steam mop. And a toothbrush. Roomba deemed the poop catastrophe worthy of a full <laughs> replacement of the four hundred dollar machine. A desperate father tossed into the tub. I called them and told them the truth. My Roomba found dog poop and almost precipitated World War Three. <laughs> <laughs> and then Roomba sent him a free machine. That is really cool of them. Yeah, uh, that's nice. I like that. That's uh, that's a good outcome to the story. Because what a nightmare. Uh wow. Uh, seriously, I think I'm just pouring gasoline all mm-hmm. over the carpeting, lighting a match, and leaving the house and just let it burn to the ground. I'm not cleaning that mess. I mean, it seems reasonable. So, right? At that point, aren't you just burning down the house? And seriously, every time you walk into your house for the rest of your life, whether that scent is there or not, your brain is going to trick you and make you think that, mm-hmm. oh, no, that smell's still there. Yeah. It and and how is the dog still alive? That's what I want to know. <laughs> How's the dog still alive? Did he say it is? It may nah, not be. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. See that in there. He kind of drops the dog part, so maybe he killed the dog. I don't. I don't. He probably know. left that information out. Yeah. Didn't want Peta all over him. Exactly. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, this is fun. Um, Megan Rapino or Rapino or however you pronounce her name, the soccer star with the U.S. soccer team. The angry so one wonderful. on the USA women's soccer team. Yeah, very angry. Uh, What's going on with her? Uh, she's just Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year is all. <laughs> I mean, do you remember how nasty she was? Remember the kid who wanted her autograph? Just... Walked up to her and look at this. Just a little reminder of the sports person of the year. Can you acknowledge the kid? Can you, yeah. Just, uh, here. I mean, doesn't even like I, she did sign whatever, mm-hmm. but she didn't even make eye contact. She wouldn't even look at him. There's your sports person of the year. Jeez. More like activist of the year. Yes. Please. Or or president hating. Person oh, of the year. Yeah, she hates Trump. Even though, again, Trump is the most LGBTQIA2 plus friendly president to ever be elected. But hold on a second. Is he a Republican? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. well then. So you That's have to irrelevant. Anything after you, that, you must hate him, mm-hmm. right? It's a it's a rule. Oh, uh, goodness, I don't want to relive this soccer gauntlet that we went through a few months ago. I mean, I, I like that they won the <sighs> the gold yeah. medal. I do like that. It's cool. I mean, you know, I don't care about soccer that much, but I do like the U.S. team. I think that's cool that they're so dominant. The women are. The men are pathetic. Uh, but the women <laughs> <laughs> do really well. It's just that then they have to open their mouths and speak. And you have to hear what kind of commies they are. I don't want to. <laughs> I just want to pretend that you're you're like us, you're patriotic Americans. Eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever. Also, but it's four more years till we have to worry about the women's World Cup again. 
Yes, and but we do have the Olympics coming up. So yeah, but but we'll Megan is uh, probably done, right? Oh, is she? I, I think like I, I don't know. I don't know. I think she's up there in age where I don't think she'll be huh. on the team. Why don't you look up and see how old she is? Okay, because I I think she's in her yeah she's in her thirties, mid thirties. I don't know if she's in her late thirties. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Okay, she could still play in the Olympics. <clears throat> Definitely, because they're next year, right? I want her to go away. Yeah, Summer Games are next year, so we no. probably have another round with her. At least one more. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Oh, got to tell you about our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. which is uh, just being populated now. Yes. Well, last week it was being populated, so we got some really cool stuff on there. Uh, we will link to it right now because it's it doesn't have the slash Pat Unleashed yet. Uh, so we will link to the YouTube channel on Twitter and make sure you subscribe and so that it just, I don't yeah, know, yeah. comes to you automatically in your sleep or something. Yeah, really go cool. to um, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter and you can subscribe through that link. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have all kinds of really cool stuff uh, on YouTube and Twitter yeah. and Facebook. And that's the cool thing is that, you know, you need to subscribe or, or you need to you have an account. Mm-hmm. To enjoy the Twitter and it's free. or Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram, whereas with YouTube, anybody can access it. So if you want to share videos from the show that we put up or something like that, anybody that clicks on it then will be able to enjoy that. They don't have to sign up for YouTube. That's awesome. So there you go. So we're we're like chicken men now. We're everywhere. We're literally everywhere. Because for a while, I think we had some things that were in the way contractually of uh, YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. But those are not an issue anymore. So now when you're standing in line buying your steak and having an awkward conversation, you know, just go to my YouTube channel. Just, <laughs> just go to my YouTube channel. Right. You'll see, so you you'll see me doing. making my steak. There it is. Uh, or whatever. Or maybe kale. Not, but your kale, kale recipe is going to be on there. you definitely see my kale recipe. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth bleeding, Bert! My mouth bleeding! Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where uh, Malinax mangled voodoo doll tweets. Million dollar idea: open a store where you just pay for your crap and leave. No rewards, phone number, email, letter from your mother, no life story, no donations to anyone, just cash for crap. Thank you. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. I'd go to that every day. Yeah. I would visit that store. Yes. Because that's another thing. The donation thing. Look, I don't even know where this money's going. When you're telling me, uh, do you want to donate $5 for whatever it is, fill in the blank here, at the grocery store? Well, no, this is not where I do, make my donations, my charitable donations, okay? I don't do that at Kroger or Tom Thumb. That's not where I do that. Uh, okay, so I, But because I feel guilty, I wind up doing it I all was, the time. Uh, I was at a store yesterday, mm-hmm. okay? And I was trying to leave. First, I was trying to get into the store. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to leave the store. Mm-hmm. But the entrance and the exit are in the same Covered. little... Yeah. Yeah. Girl Scouts or it was Boy a, Scouts. It, 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 yeah. It, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's buy my cookies, right? No. But this was a, mm-hmm. a charity that I I really like and I really respect. Mm-hmm. 
until yesterday where the guy tries to guilt trip me into making a donation. And then when I say, look, I'm not going to sign up for, you know, automatic giving, especially Mm -hmm. without talking to my wife and all this stuff. And his response was, I'm trying to not out this charity, was um, this number of people are going to die. Oh, because you're not donating? Because in the time it takes you to get back to us on this. Wow, you're a bad person. I'm like, are you for real? (laughs) I'm never giving another dime to this organization. I had so much respect for before I walked into this store today. Well, in the time it takes you to get back with us after talking to your wife about it, this number of people are going to die. Have a good day, sir. And Merry freaking Christmas, jerk. Wow. That was not a good experience. That's hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, yeah. that, that, that's just... Uh, and again, it's a grocery store. I'm there just to pick up some lettuce. I'm not there, you know, to donate and save the world. I'll do that somewhere else if that's what I'm going to try to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's obnoxious. It really is. State-of-the-art Pathead uh, tweets, I must say, during my teenage years as a grocery store cashier beggar, that the customers initiated way more awkward conversations than I did. I was the pat of cashiers. Oh, no. <laughs> You're in the wrong business, then, huh? <laughs> wow. It's not like that way anymore. I think they have to now. <sighs> you know, and when you go into... Uh, uh, it's a CVS by my house. Yeah, and, and, you go and in there and Jeffy they make a huge time. deal out of it. And he says, uh, how? first yeah. of all, they want you friendly. to be friendly." And then when and then when we're not on board with that answer, like I don't want them to be uh, friendly. It's an anti-theft tech. Well, look, uh, it's anti-theft, and if you don't buy that one, I'll come up with another excuse for mm-hmm. why they irritate you every time you enter the door. Yes. Uh. Uh-uh. Yes. Just don't. Uh, from Joe Fat, no malarkey. Was the Roomba listening to Kanye's? Poop to scoop. Song? Oh, poopity scoop. Poopity scoop. Yeah. Scoop dee dee whoop. Whoop dee scoop dee poop. That may have been the inspiration Aww. right there. Killed From it. Amy Wuzzerface, Chris Cuomo reacted to that question like his Roomba picked up some dog poop overnight. <laughs> uh, and just to muck it fudge. Hey, don't make fun of Chris. He's smart. He can handle things. He just wants respect. Sure. Uh-huh. Oh, Fredo. Absolutely. Uh, also from uh, Pat's Broken Heartstrings, mm-hmm. here's an idea for uh, Pat and Keith. Make the last show before Christmas, which would be a week from Friday, right? Yeah. Uh, last show before Christmas, the No Malarkey Show. You can just play our favorite clips, goof off with No Malarkey or Madness uh, into the news cycle. Eh, maybe. Huh. That's a, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. And that just may happen. Yeah, we might have to do that. And right in the middle of like more on trivia. Friday. Oh, by the way, this Friday we're going to do the Colts and Saints. Is that a Monday night game? It's a Monday night game. Okay. And, uh, you know, just mix it up a little bit. And then the next week uh, we'll also we'll do the Packers and Vikings, I believe. That's also a Monday night game. So that's your uh, slate coming up on more on trivia. Wow, Packers and Vikings. That should be a good game because did the Vikings win again Sunday? I think they did. I think, uh, <clears throat> eleven and two and yeah, ten and they, three, maybe the two of them. Yeah, because that's a battle for first uh-huh. place there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The so. Central Division battle. Well, or North. Oh, that's right. It used to be. The North. It used to be the Central. Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> only about twenty. When years this music old, was playing and Bronco it was and the Central Division then. <laughs> yeah. On the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field.
The Central Division was torn to pieces. Out of it was born the Northern Division. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the North Division. Yeah, you had to kick out the Buccaneers. <clears throat> I mean, they were they were the yeah. interlopers in that division. And yeah. Get them well, they, they didn't ever make sense in that division. Right? Did no. they, you know, mm. Green Bay, <clears throat> Minnesota, Chicago, and Detroit. That makes sense. <laughs> yep. That makes sense. And then... And the Buccaneers were just like the redheaded stepchild of the division, always getting their butts kicked by everybody. Except for what was that year? 2002-ish? When they won the Super Bowl? 2003? In there somewhere? That may have been... Mm-hmm. Um, that may have been their first or second year out of the uh, uh, yeah. North. You know it, what I mean? Yeah, like, it realignment happened right around then, right? Yeah, it was very shortly after that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Wisconsin is home to 12... Of the nation's top 20 drunkest cities. Speaking of the NFC North. Yeah, speaking, <laughs> uh, speaking of Wisconsin, Appleton. Well, let's go. Let's go over the. Uh, let's start at start at the bottom of the list and work our way up because okay. this is amazing. So the drunkest cities. The report looked at the percentage of adults drinking excessively. Percentage of driving deaths involving alcohol. So, wow, this is really serious. Number of premature deaths and the median household income. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Wow. So, Corvallis, Oregon is at number 20. Iowa City, Iowa. Lincoln, Nebraska. <clears throat> yes. And that's because the Huskers are doing I was, so poorly. I was going to say, especially <laughs> the last 10 or 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> number 17, Milwaukee, Waukesha, West Allis, Wisconsin. Uh, Janesville, Wisconsin. Racine, Wisconsin. <laughs> then you get to number 14, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Uh, then Missoula, Montana. Uh-oh. All of these are small towns where there's nothing to do but drink. Exactly. That's what I was thinking about Lincoln. You got a lot, yeah. a lot going on there. What do you have to do other than this? I mean, it's a college town. The football team's, <laughs> right. you know, in agony. Same with and Missoula. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Have you been to, you're familiar with Missoula? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yep. uh. It, that they fit on that list then? Yes. Okay. It's a college town. Nothing oh, to yeah. do. Right. That's right. Uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. <laughs> Wausau, Wisconsin. Mankato, Minnesota. Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Ames, Iowa. Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. La Crosse, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> How proud the Wisconsins must be. Yeah. Beer and brats. Uh, number five, Fargo, North Dakota. Then at number four. Madison, Wisconsin. Green Bay, Wisconsin is number three. Oshkosh, Wisconsin, number two. And at number one, Appleton, Wisconsin. Okay, so Wisconsin, have a seat here in the circle. Jeez. I mean... Wow. What in the world? Could we maybe put the headquarters of Alcoholics Anonymous in Wisconsin? No kidding. Wisconsin, you need an intervention. Yeah, they could use some help, apparently. Jeez. Oh, boy. But again, all small towns, right? Mm-hmm. And they're cold, and there's, you know, there's not a lot to do. You pro- there's probably some depression because the winter months are brutal. They, they're they drawn out. I, I feel your pain. I do. I know. I know what's going on in Wisconsin. I feel your pain. I think the Badger State needs a new motto. Maybe something along the lines of, um, <clears throat> Hi, my name is Wisconsin and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> that might work. 
Hi, Wisconsin. Hi, Wisconsin. We're there for you. Yeah. There's some refreshments, cookies, and juice over on the <laughs> wall there if you need some. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about uh, Relief Factor. Because if you're in a lot of pain and you can't seem to get rid of it and you've tried just about everything, uh, there is one thing that maybe you haven't tried yet that was developed by doctors. It's drug-free, 100% drug-free. It's not something that you're going to get addicted to, um, but it, it is something that works. And I love it. Because there's four key ingredients here that each help your body's fight against inflammation. Now, Keith had some kind of inflammation thing in his leg. Nobody knows from whence it came. Mm-hmm. There's just some weird activity there, <laughs> and it hurt. And I take Relief Factor <clears throat> every day, and it keeps it at bay. Hey, wait, that rhymed. It did. Nicely done. Take Relief Factor every, every day, day and keep your pain at bay. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> so... They offer a three-week quick start. That's nineteen ninety-five. You you get a three-week supply. Try it for three weeks because it takes a little bit to build up in your system, and then it goes to work on that inflammation. It's really awesome. Seventy um, percent of the people who start with the quick start go on to order more because it worked for them. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, relieffactor.com. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, you know, we talked about the failing ratings at CNN, where they're down to something like six hundred thousand viewers now in prime time. Jeez, and and it's it's stuff like uh, we're just about to show you that accounts for it. Um, they were taking apart the GOP as uh, and and the things they're saying in defense of impeachment, especially uh, Ted Cruz calling him a propagandist for Vladimir Putin. Okay. Now, wow. if there's one thing you can't accuse Ted Cruz of, it's being a propagandist for Vladimir Putin. It's just asinine. Uh, but here they are going on and on and on about it. So, Sam, Trump's <clears throat> former top Russia advisor, Fiona Hill, testified mm-hmm. that the idea Ukraine, not Russia, interfered in our election is a, quote, fictional narrative perpetrated and propagated by Russia. Can you break down the security implications of people like Cruz continuing to push out this debunked message? It's not debunked. hits a home run every time Uh. Republicans further this fictional narrative. Mm. We have Mm -hmm. an intelligence community. And guess what? It's not based in Moscow. Our own intel officials have warned lawmakers that Russia is engaged in a campaign to frame Ukraine for 2016 election interference. But Ted Cruz and others are relying on Russia's assessment Uh rather than our own intelligence community. No, they're not. Undercuts our own experts. At the same time, propagandizing for Putin really detracts from our ability to counter Russia's from information warfare. Putin used to have to pay bots and trolls to spread mm-hmm. Russian lies. Now he can just count on Cruz. And finally, oh Anna, when Cruz and here. others further this Russian talking point, it detracts from another vital interest, which is supporting Ukraine. And this couldn't be happening at a worse time. Because they're so concerned. You know how the Democrats have always been concerned about Ukraine? 
You remember that? Mm -hmm. You remember when Russia invaded Ukraine in their Crimea region and took took it over? Do you remember how the Democrats were all yelling, please, please, Mr. President Obama, please stop them. Stop them. We can't allow them to have our good, close, personal, wonderful friends. Ukraine, we can't allow them to just march in and take it. Do you remember the outcry from Democrats? Oh, they were so concerned about Ukraine. Deafening. And, well, I mean, so deafening, I didn't hear any yeah. of it. Well, it was muffled. That's how deafening it was. No, it was muffled by, by the blankets that Obama sent to Ukraine. Oh, that's, that's right. That's all he would do to help that country out. But the blankets, did the, they put the blankets in the way of the invasion. Yeah. And that stopped the tanks from rolling in. Yeah, it kept them warm while <laughs> Russia was marching through their villages. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Tomorrow, Ukrainian President Zelensky is meeting with Putin for the first time okay. to engage in peace negotiations related to the conflict in eastern Ukraine. But uh-huh. he's entering those negotiations at such an advantage. Putin knows that Trump was willing mm-hmm. to put security assistance, which, by the way, is used to deter and defend against Russia. Mm-hmm. Trump was willing to put that on hold and now we have America. Uh, okay, I can't take it anymore. Um, <laughs> I also have to point out just how concerned the Democrats is, have always been about Russia. Man, have they been f- afraid of Russia for, gosh, for, forever. Uh, forever they've been beating that drama. Mm-hmm. Governor Romney, I'm glad that you recognize mm-hmm. that al-Qaeda is a threat. Because a few months ago, when you were asked what's the biggest geopolitical mm-hmm. threat facing America, you said Russia. <laughs> that's ridiculous. You said Russia. Russia. In that's the 1980s what you said. are now calling to ask for their foreign policy back oh, because <laughs> you know, the Cold War has been over for 20 years. Huh. But, Governor, huh. You know, when it comes to yeah. our foreign policy, you yeah. seem to want to import the foreign policies of the 1980s. That's what you seem to want to do. The social policies of the 1950s yeah. and the economic policies of the 1920s. Right. It's so ridiculous that you think Russia's a threat. Yeah. And yeah. now they're the biggest threat in the history of the world. And I agree, Obama. I mean, the Cold War. <clears throat> I, yeah. It's, it's been over for 20 years because, you know, why would you fight for communists when, you know, you have the presidency at that point? Yeah. No kidding. Oh, my goodness. This was a uh, CBS News article. July 2017. Talking about Ukraine. Some conservative personalities within and without the White House have been talking a lot lately about the links between Ukraine and Hillary Clinton's campaign. Their relationship was exposed by Politico reporter Ken Vogel, who has since moved to the New York Times back in January. But some on the right are talking about it again in defense of Donald Trump Jr., who's been roundly criticized, blah, blah, blah. If you're looking for an example of a campaign coordinating with a foreign country or a foreign source, look no further than the DNC, who actually coordinated opposition research with the Ukrainian embassy. That's according to um, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Even Republicans who have been critical of the Trump administration over the Russia matter have recently talked about the story. So what happened with Clinton, the Clinton campaign in the Ukraine? Uh, A Democrat wasn't so much Clinton campaign per se, according to CBS, but a Democratic operative with the Democrat National Committee that they did reach out to the Ukrainian government in an attempt to get damaging information about the Trump campaign. Now, this is not a hoax. It has not been debunked. It is an actual fact that the Ukraine, that Ukraine did in fact meddle or try to meddle in the election. Now, nobody says that they changed the outcome, just like nobody says Russia changed the outcome of the election. Well, the Democrats do. 
But no reasonable per- person says the, the Russians uh, changed the election results because they didn't. They tried to interfere. They couldn't, really, because the elections, for the most part, are all controlled locally, and they didn't know how to deal with that. They didn't know how to break into that. And that's really what stopped them. Um, but this goes into uh, the information about uh, what's-her-face Chalupa that Glenn has talked about. CBS was all over this story two years ago. Hmm. Now, all of a sudden, it's debunked conspiracy theory? No. It's all right there. They just they don't want you to remember that, oh, that's right. Everybody knew about this at one point. They are so good at uh, beating down facts, at discrediting truth and promoting lies and their own propaganda, that they, they can fool uh, a lot of the American people. As long as they have the media on their side, the mainstream media, they can, they can pretty much do and say whatever they want. And so they are. So they're saying that the U- Ukrainian interference is complete is a complete hoax. Uh, that Russia is the big uh, bad ogre. When before it was the eighties called the nineteen eighties called. And they want their policy back. Yep. I mean, it's it should be embarrassing to them and shameful to them how <laughs> two faced and and duplicitous they've been. But they're not. They they don't care because they've got no shame. Yeah, no shame. And we give uh, Trump another four years, then it's going to be more of the same. It's just going to be mm-hmm. more thrown against the wall and see what sticks to try to impeach this president. They're going to well, do this right sure. until the moment the man leaves office. Yeah, once we get past this, there'll just be another scandal they're going to they're going to manufacture. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I will keep my promise. I will live in the past, present, and the future. The spirits of all three will strive within me. Oh, heaven and Christmas time be praised for this. I say this on my knees, Jacob Marley. On my knees. Pat Gray Unleashed. And thank you for being here with us. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Toothmaker tweets... Never thought I'd hear Pat say, I'm just going to this grocery store to get lettuce. <laughs> uh-huh. That was just kind of an example I was so using. Wait, I'm not saying you? that was an actual uh-huh. item I was going to the store to pick up. Uh, okay there, Chris Cuomo. It's, it's essentially the first food item that came to my mind. I don't know why, because uh, wow. we all know I don't really do lettuce. Well, I, I do lettuce. I just don't want anything else, any vegetables around it, you know. Uh, from Matt Getty, did Pat just say he goes to the store to buy lettuce? Yeah, we are buying that. I'm loving this. From Flextastic, uh, I had never really noticed Pat's Montana accent until he said Fargo. What? I don't have him. There's no accent in I was Montana. Say, what what is about? the Montana accent? There isn't one. There is not one. <clears throat> Fargo. What's What's the problem with that? <laughs> I'm not getting that. Fargo? I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah, I don't. How do you say it? Fargo? I think we say it the same way. Fargo? Fargo. Yeah, Fargo. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Eh? Now I'm going to be I'm going to be all like 
freaked out about saying the word Fargo. <laughs> Like I'm saying it weird. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, so so Pat Heads, get your tweets ready that somehow incorporate the word Fargo. Okay, shut up. Just however you want to. Shut up. All right, Alexandria Company. Uh, Alexandria, go. What do you do at the store? What you do at the store is go through the checkout with a lawn chair, a can of whipped cream, and an enema, acting really nervous and saying, "Come on, hurry up." I bet the cashier won't talk to you. Uh-huh. That may be That's my an idea. favorite tweet so far yeah, today. I like that. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to carry a lawn chair around. i tell you what. Let's, let's, let's store, coordinate this. This will be, uh, be good for the new YouTube channel. By the mm-hmm. way, go to at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, and you can link to Pat's new YouTube uh, channel. Mm-hmm. Um, let's shoot a video. I will stand at the end of the line, you know, out in the little walkway there, and I will film your interaction. Okay, mm-hmm. with the lawn chair, the the whipped cream, and the enema, <laughs> talking to the <laughs> at a grocery store. We'll do that. Okay, oh, man, let's see about that. Uh, the suddenly relevant <laughs> founders tweets that Roomba's encounter is the physical representation of Joe Biden's brain. Oh uh, yeah, in case you missed it earlier, sure. check out the podcast Roomba versus dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that it's it's a nasty story, but the guy tells it really well. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, they had the Miss Universe pageant over the weekend. I don't know who won. You know what I don't country know. person won? Hang on, Miss. Who knows? Yeah, I'll find does out. Does anybody care? Right. Does anybody even watch the U- Miss Universe pageant anymore? Um, I wonder. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> Zibini Tunzi won. From? That's a good question. The great country of right? the fabulous nation that we all love so much of. Right, right. Could we not we just know. make it easy and put it in the top here? Hang mm. on, scroll, scroll, scroll. You would think it would be South like, Africa. Okay, South Africa. Good. Congratulations. Right. Oh, great. So apartheid wins again. Uh, no, no. Uh, she's black. Okay, good. So there you go. All right. So it didn't win. So two again. of the last three have been from South Africa. Really? Yeah. Philippines sandwiched mm. in between. Wow. Mm. Um. So anyway. During the Miss, Amer- Miss Universe pageant, uh, Steve Harvey was the host, and apparently he didn't appreciate one of the questions. Listen to this and watch his reaction as he's Our asking. Are leaders of today doing enough to protect future generations from climate change? If not, what more should they be doing? <laughs> he rolls his eyes big time, like, really? Like, come on. We're doing a How climate change question. <laughs> that... I'd like to hear his explanation on that because I bet he's getting some flack from that. What did you? Why did you roll your eyes at the scientific consensus proof proven climate change question? Yeah, why did you roll your eyes at my religion? Climate yeah. change. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna look up and see if this has been addressed anywhere. I bet it has, and I bet he says, "No, I wasn't. I just I had something in my eye, and I was just <laughs> looking up at the ceiling." <laughs> oh no she went on to say oh that was the eventual winner too yeah uh she went on to say that the planet is dying oh shut up oh, that's probably what got eh, her in there brother probably <laughs> meanwhile uh billionaire bill gates and former vice president al gore responded to criticism that their use of private jets somehow conflicts with their desire to fight global warming gates suggested to axios's amy harder that is heavy investments in green energy. This is amazing. <laughs> I can't believe it. 
Yeah, but his heavy investments in green energy are effectively enough to outweigh his private jet use. Shut up, you flaming hypocrite. Mm -hmm. The Microsoft founder owns a private jet, of course, and is one of the wealthiest. One of the wealthiest? He is the wealthiest person in the nation or in the world right now. He just passed up. Bill Gates, didn't we have that story like last week or the week yeah, before? Yeah, they go back and I think and they forth. go back and forth, but yeah. he's one or two. And Jeff always. always hanging out at three. Y- yeah. Okay. Continue. He said, I'm investing in climate change very broadly and substantial amounts of money. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can, you can conduct yourself any way you want, even though you believe that we're what? Eight or ten years away from total destruction? So you can continue to dump the CO2 from a private jet into the atmosphere, and that's not a problem. I'm sorry. If you believe as they purport to believe, you don't do that. You don't conduct yourself that way. And you don't say, well, I'm offsetting that because I, I, I donate a lot of money to other causes, to the causes of green energy. Shh. That's just, that doesn't work. I mean, this climate change thing is, is a fertile field for progressive thought. I mean, that's what they uh-huh. do. That is they, what they make do. you do something. Yes. They regulate you into a behavior. But they don't have to do nah, it. Nah, nah. We're, you're little people, man. We're, 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 you follow our example uh-huh. uh, in, in, our, in our words, not necessarily by our deeds. I don't think there's anyone doing more. But if there is, congratulations to whoever that is. <laughs> so that exempts him from acting in a, in a responsible way as far as the climate's concerned. Meanwhile, Al Gore, politician turned well-heeled activist and vegan. Oh, please. I doubt he's a vegan. (laughs) I know. I really doubt he's a vegan. Made a similar point when confronted. He recognizes how important these everyday choices are while spending most of his time working to catalyze a global effort to change laws and policies. Representatives for Gore did not respond to a request for comment when the Daily Caller news foundation asked him in 2018 if he'd be willing to ban the use of private jets to help address climate change (laughs) and of course the answer is no otherwise he would have answered that question the gates foundation also didn't respond when daily caller news foundation reached out well these hypocrites do as i say not as i do every single time it's the same thing wow Uh, All right. In case you haven't been paying attention, uh, the holidays are definitely here. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share with you one of the coolest gifts available to buy for somebody special in your life. It's the iTarget Pro system. This is the first dry fire training system. It combines smartphone technology with the industry's best laser bullet. So you use your smartphone and their app which tracks a caliber-specific laser that you put into your gun instead of the bullet. And that detects where your shots are landing, plus it makes it completely safe to use in your home. So you don't have to go anywhere to use this. And you could do it around the kids. You can have the kids participate because it's totally safe. And uh, right now, you'll get 10% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. Train risk-free, too. For 30 days. And if you're not completely satisfied with it, just turn it back in, get a full refund. Plus, you're going to save a lot of money on ammo because you don't have to buy it when you're dry firing. Uh, Just a really great way to go and a lot of fun. Really cool. Go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, then targetpro.com. itargetpro.com, offer code PAT. (laughs) 
Mr. Classic. Pat Gray Unleashed. I just watched that movie last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the George C. Scott Scrooge. Mm-hmm. It's the best one. I love it. So great. Came out in, uh, gosh, like 35 years ago now. It's unbelievable. Wait a minute. Really? Yeah, 1984. <laughs> Can you believe 1984 was 35 years ago? When did the... Uh, Mind-boggling. When did the Bill Murray one come out? Uh, Close to that. Like, yeah. I was trying to... In fact, I, I was just thinking of Scrooge last night. I think it was 87, maybe. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I like that one, too. You like Scrooge? 1988. Yeah, 88. I really did. I haven't seen it since 1988. Oh, you're kidding. I need to go back and watch what? it. What? Yeah, because I really, I remember really liking it. So now I want to see if 43-year-old Keith has the same sense of humor as 12-year-old Keith, and I can already tell you the answer is yes. yes. Unequivocally, <laughs> yes. I think we all understand that. We understood it before you even asked the question. Uh-huh. It's kind of rhetorical. Yeah. So I, 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 that's, that's the only movie on my uh, must-watch list before... <laughs> Christmas Day. I've got to go and find Scrooged. Okay. Uh, shouldn't be tough. Mm-hmm. It's got to be on some streaming yeah, service, I'll, I'll right? Find I'll find it. Yeah. I mean, you can pretty much get any movie anytime, anywhere now at the just click it's, of a button. It's, it, it's fantastic. This is kind of like what I was alluding to yesterday over the weekend with my kids. You know, I was playing a clip from uh, Casey Kasem, uh, America's Top 40, and trying to, you know, Tell them how back in olden times, you know, the uh-huh. 80s. As you had to Brock, wait for your favorite song to come on the radio? Yeah, you had to wait around and you'd record it. And then mm-hmm. you, of mm-hmm. course, then you have to rewind the tape to listen to it again. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. we weren't able to just type with our thumbs into a handheld device and just instantaneously. Going 60 miles an hour down the freeway <clears throat> in yeah. some cases. Yeah. Hopefully, Two not hands while on you're the driving, phone. you're I mean, the passenger yeah. in the car. Uh-huh, I mean, so. if you get a Tesla, right? You can, you can. You can do that. Uh, uh, you know, you got to be really extra careful um, if you're flying down the road uh, in a Tesla. Yeah, especially since a state police cruiser was struck by a Tesla in <laughs> autopilot mode on I-95 in Norwalk. I know. Uh, Good stuff here. Norwalk, Connecticut, state police cruiser <laughs> hit by a Tesla uh, Saturday morning on I-95 in Norwalk. Uh, a little bit smashed up the cars. Troopers responded to a disabled vehicle in the left center lane of the highway. <clears throat> Police said the troopers had their emergency lights activated and flares behind the cruiser. And the Tesla didn't pick up on that? What a dumb car. You're what a stupid. Dumb car. What a stupid automobile. Seriously, and you got people falling asleep while they're driving these things. Come yeah. on now. We are not there. We are nowhere near there. Now, maybe with 5G, maybe that technology will enable them to be able to react quicker and actually respond in time. Yeah, this guy had the mistake of reaching in the back seat to help his dog do something. I don't know what the dog was doing. but The troopers were waiting for a tow truck for the disabled vehicle, and the Tesla Model 3 crashed into the back of one of the cruisers. The Tesla also hit the disabled vehicle. Driver of the Tesla told police his car was in autopilot yeah. while he was checking on his dog in the back seat just before the crash. Checking on his dog. I mean, dumb. I mean, it, it could have been worse. Fortunately, nobody was serious. It could have been much, much worse. Yeah, we yep. could have had some death. Um, yeah. We could have had the dog, you know, in the Roomba in the back seat right. that we learned about earlier. That right. would have been a problem. 
But again, this shows you that we're just not there with the technology. Not it's yet. just not ready to completely take your attention away from the road. You can't. And, the, and people do it all the time. Yeah, the more stories we have like that, this Tesla crashing into uh, stationary vehicles or something like that. It's I mean, really scary. It's going to delay the future getting here, too. Yes, it is. That sentence made no yes, sense is. at all. because The future is going to arrive on the same timetable. <laughs> the point is, the technology not going to be waiting for us. Right. So right. I'm, I'm grateful no one was seriously injured here. And... We just had, I don't know, maybe this was a month ago. We had a photo. Somebody was driving next to a person in a Tesla, dead asleep on the freeway. <laughs> just dead asleep. And fortunately, that Tesla apparently navigated whatever they were navigating. It must have been a, a long straightaway. But how do you fall asleep? How do you, how do you become that confident yeah. in your Tesla's ability to drive itself? When we hear all these stories, we hear, "Jeez, that's yeah." That's and we do nuts. have. You remember that woman in Phoenix was struck and killed. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. And so, yeah, there have been some deaths because of it. We've got a long way to go. It sounds like. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three at it. Pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh, well, we just uh, had another airing of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh boy! And I remember joking about you know years ago <laughs> how Santa is a little mean spirited <laughs> in that thing, and like the discrimination seems to be uh, really prevalent at the North Pole. <laughs> People are actually for real now yelling and screaming about about the movie and that we shouldn't play it anymore. And I don't know. Should we play it anymore? It is it, I mean Santa <laughs> Santa does get pissed. Yeah. When his you know Rudolph's black rubber nose pops off mm-hmm. and it starts glowing. Oh, Donner, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Why? Because I I have a son with a red nose. Wow. <laughs> that should really <gasps> your nose shaming me because of my son. <laughs> no shaming. Wow. wow, that's hardcore. Yeah. And then of course, you know Rudolph gets bullied the whole time until the end when finally, you know. Uh, they can figure out something to do with his nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's a real thing now. It's a real thing. We used to joke about this. Yeah. And talk about how, oh, this is so mean. And it's not even, it's not funny now because now it's real. Now they're they're upset because the the bullying of Rudolph is the saddest thing ever. And the shaming and, and mean-spirited Santa is not a good example for kids. Now, I don't know if it's as bad as Nestor the long-eared Christmas donkey where what? his mom 
freezes to death or something. I, I, I've not. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, Nestor the Nestor the long eared Christmas donkey. Yeah, it's a sad story. And these are kids shows. Now we all watched them growing up. So we turned out really well. I don't know if that's accurate, <laughs> but okay, we'll go with that for the sake of this conversation. Uh, can our children not handle it? When we all handled it, should we just take it off the air now and you can't see it anymore? Uh, delete it from your services, throw it away if you have it on DVD. I mean, I don't know. We gotta Where does this stop? Change our history. Change our traditions. And we're doing exactly that. Is the sad part of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole Michelle Obama thing and is Barack real. Knows that we are going to uh-huh. have to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. We are going to have to change our conversation. Right. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move, right. move into, into a, different, a place. different place. And we've done that. We moved into a different place. We've changed our history. We've changed our traditions. <laughs> and we continue to do it. And maybe Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is the next thing that needs to fall. <sighs> crazy what a world i know i know but maybe it's the right thing to do i don't know it is mean right they are being mean to rudolph yeah but santa does he does shame the dad of rudolph santa's going through a lot he's on deadline yeah it's always cold up there right when does the guy get to sleep i mean hardly ever probably yeah so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna cut him some slack Nah, you're right he was a jerk (laughs) He really was. He really he was. hurt that. Little you reindeers. ought to be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Um, because I have a handy, capable child. <laughs> capable. <laughs> really? Reindeer I kid? Should, I should be ashamed of my son. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. Yeah, it's weird. When you think of it, it uh-huh. is weird. Uh, let's go to Jacob. Uh, hey, Jacob, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Hey. Good to talk with you today, sir. Thanks. Yeah, I had a couple of topics. So I'm not sure how much time you had to talk, but one of them was the Trump impeachment. Uh, the news is pretty much, you know, that's all we hear about it, you know, anymore on the news outlets. And uh, they kind of like to have an agenda just to talk about that. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of tiresome. And um, reading the reports, the Border Patrol put a report out. They said that last week um, on the Border Patrol website, they put they caught like 50 or so African migrants at the border mm-hmm. over this last week. So I was reading that. I want to see what countries are coming from. And uh, just curious. I don't think that's being talked about as well. No, it's really not. Um, it's really not. I uh, saw that same report. Um, uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, uh, Jacob. Yeah, there's a lot... There's a lot of people streaming across that border who are not coming from Mexico or Central and South America. Even they're coming from China. They're coming from Africa. They're, you know, and and the problem with that is not because they're minorities. The problem with that is they're they're coming from countries that hate our guts. They're coming from countries who want to spy on us. They're coming from places where, you know, they might want to do us harm. I mean, look what just happened at a U.S. naval base. Because we're so stupid, we bring people in from countries where we're hated that are supposedly allies, and we start training their troops, and then we pay dearly for it. I wish we'd stop it all. I really do. I mean, it's it's time. Yeah, stop training Saudi troops uh, on American soil. Let Saudis train the Saudi troops. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's it doesn't make any sense to me. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, meanwhile, Nikki Haley is getting some flack uh, because, of course, she loves the Confederate flag. <clears throat> she <laughs> she's the one who took down the Confederate flag in South Carolina, if you remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she, her, I don't know, her words in an interview was it the Glenn interview? Yeah, it was. A yeah, podcast. it was a Glenn. It was a podcast interview. Yeah, and then Media Matters, of course, completely jumped all over her, changed her message. In that so ridiculous. And of course, that meant, you know, it meant that she loved the Confederate flag, uh, which she never said anything of the kind. But there has been a politician who has kind of praised the Confederacy mm-hmm. as very fine people. Oh. Uh, you might remember this from one Joe Biden. As the senator made a very moving and eloquent speech as a son of the Confederacy. Uh-huh. Acknowledging that it was time to change and yield to a position that Senator Carol Mosley Braun raised on the floor of the Senate, not granting a federal charter to a organization made up of many fine people who Ah. continue to display the Confederate flag. (laughs) Did he say almost exactly... What Donald Trump supposedly said about the neo-Nazis, but virtually the same, you're talking about a similar group of people, right, in the yep. minds of the left. Mm-hmm. And he, and Donald Trump said there's a lot of, there was a lot of good people on both sides. <laughs> and he wasn't, to me, I don't believe he was talking about the neo-Nazis. No. He was talking about other people that happened to be there as well. Now, Joe Biden is talking about the Confederacy. Well, he's talking about the people that support, you know, the sons of the Confederacy. Yes! Yeah. A lot of fine, very very fine people. That still display the Confederate flag. (laughs) Vote Joe 2020. Man, that guy has some racial issues in his past. Wow, there's just no doubt about it. How How many things does this guy have to say before you finally think, huh, well, there's your racist right there. It's not it's not Donald Trump, it's Joe stinking Biden. <sighs> wow. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty-three Just incredible how uh the left has total control over the media. That'll never be played on CNN or MSNBC because they don't want you to see it. That doesn't fit their agenda. More Pat Grand Leash coming up. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, we were just talking about Keith Mellonex kids. Uh... You ought to be ashamed of yourself, Keith. <laughs> Why? <laughs> to use Santa's 
Uh huh. Terminology. Oh, we got some good Santa Rudolph. and Rudolph tweets coming your way shortly here. Okay. By the way, good. <laughs> Keith yeah, is so. uh, Keith is raising Star Wars geeks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we're watching. Yeah, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Just like you. Streaming episode five now. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and you know, there's a critical scene <laughs> that we won't give away. Right. But somebody I, walks up and does something. Somebody walks up, but you only see this individual's feet. And, and you I can't said, tell who it is. I said, hey, is that so-and-so, mm-hmm. you know, to the rest of the family? To which my oldest daughter says, no, his body armor makes a different sound when he walks. Okay, come on now. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so- <laughs> Got to get your, your kids outside to play or something. <laughs> my kids. <laughs> you they, maybe take dance lessons or karate. Okay. I don't know. You well, got to get mix, them involved in something. They mix those in okay. as well, but you're right. right. They, need, they need to be doing more of that. Go outside and play. Stop overanalyzing everything. Wow, that's however, amazing. However, the point that she made, mm-hmm. it had me go, oh, so it's not who I thought it was walking up to that. Mm, that is a good point, I guess, because I didn't <laughs> I didn't notice the body armor sound. Well, yeah, well, maybe he changed his body armor <clears throat> before that scene. Did you ever think maybe. of that, Aslan? Now go play. Please. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how proud you must be. Uh yeah. Well, not as proud as uh mm. as uh Donner is. No, of right. Of his kid, right? Of his kid whose nose glows. I mean, I don't even know how do you live with that? Yeah. Uh <laughs> Hang on a second. How do you live with that? Uh, did we catch up on did tweets oh. or anything? Okay, I'm just uh-huh. looking for something here because uh, I want you to read these are funny tweets as long as we're talking about uh, uh, as long as we're talking about the Rudolph. Rudolph stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, yeah, Santa's a mean guy. Yes. We learned from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer cartoon uh, thing. So for Trisha Sanders. Rudolph Santa was a mean-spirited elitist douche. <laughs> All that was missing. Was him calling Sam the Snowman? Hey, fat! <laughs> Look, fat. <laughs> no, he was gonna say facts. That's all that was. <laughs> okay. From B to Bodine in 2019, I'm surprised a new version of Rudolph doesn't have Rudolph being aborted. Once Donner found out, Rudolph had a deformity. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> Santa becomes the good guy. <clears throat> after all, you're right. <laughs> From bovine scatology, right, Rudolph's story, wrong, and showing how the bad bullies all learn to include and love him. Much better uh, to do to do it like today, where bullied Rudolph shoots up a deer pen. There you go. <laughs> little updated version. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Uh, from Jeffy's crushed scale. <laughs> See, when he steps on the scale to weigh himself yeah we get it breaks is there a reason why his scale it. gets crushed is it yeah he's uh because jeffy um, is overweight, overweight i think has something to do with it in england people <laughs> calling santa father christmas they're being shamed for not being gender neutral even though he's a man and has a wife yeah oh wait that's oh, a, that's, oh that's really right. happening yes this isn't just yes jeffy's crushed scale saying i, I oh. thought i put that in my show prep here let me see if i if I have that, because that is a real thing. It's an actual yeah. thing. No, it's an actual thing. Oh, shut it down! Man. I, Power I mean, it is down. so insane. Yeah, it's hard to believe it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yet it's a thing. How do you, how do you have a pro- well? You, that's ge- you're, that's it's gender. Let's see, what are they calling? Yeah, here we go. A mother from Plymouth, England 
says she was scolded online for daring to mention Father Christmas. She was informed that Santa Claus is now seen as gender neutral. No. No, he's not. Nope. No, he's not. No. The Plymouth Herald reported on the alleged incident last week, quoted the unnamed mother as telling them, I've just been shamed for using the name Father Christmas and told Santa is now seen as gender neutral. (laughs) I was only referring to the book below, Father Christmas by Raymond Briggs, but it's left me a little confused, on edge, about what we're allowed to say. The mother added, I have a small child and really don't want to raise him saying Father Christmas if it's hurtful to someone. So that's her only problem. Hey, I don't want to be hurtful if, is that right? That it's gen- he's gender ne- neutral now? No. No. Santa is not gender neutral. Woman, if you're listening crazy. right now. crazy. Do what you want to do. Jeez. Stop is- worrying how it's going to be perceived in this sick society. You know what's wrong with society? It's people like you that are refusing mm-hmm. To stay the same, to stay true to who you are. Instead, you're trying to conform to what everybody else wants to hear from you. Stop it. You're part of the problem by not taking a stand with stuff like this. And that's all they call him over there is Father Christmas. Are you serious? Are you serious? Fox News reported that one user reacted by saying of Santa, Seriously? He's a guy, quite clearly a guy. I would have bitten back by calling him St. Nicholas, to be honest. The clues in the name, Nicholas, not Nicola. <laughs> Another wrote, glad my kids grew up knowing Father Christmas is based on St. Nick, a man. All for personal identities and encourage it. But come on, how messed up is this world we live in? Yeah, see, when you're all for personal identities and encourage the identity thing, then you're encouraging garbage like this. Like Santa's gender neutral. No. No, Santa's not gender gender neutral. There's a Netflix movie, too, where Santa is a girl. In fact, there's a couple of them out now where Santa becomes a girl. I'm like, okay, really? We have to change this, too? It's not gender, gender neutral. It just becomes a, a woman. Because uh, the... And when did Stan, Santa start dying? That's a weird thing, too. Of course, I guess in the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, but at least, you know, he stayed a dude. Yes, right. There was at least one person out of hundreds that reportedly weighed in who agreed on ditching the name Father Christmas. I must be the only one who hates Father Christmas, the anonymous user wrote. I much prefer Santa Claus because it's easier for little ones to say, oh, well, that's that's different. That's not gender neutral stuff. Uh, so apparently... Father Christmas, I guess what was agreed upon <clears throat> by most people is that Santa is still a uh, a male. Okay. Well, At least, even in Britain. And in Britain, you know, they're a little further down the road than we are. Yeah. Although we're catching up really fast. Yeah, we are. Really stinking fast. It's kind of scary. Well, it's really scary. Mm-hmm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So we bought ourselves one more holiday season. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Of, of a male Santa. Jeez. Got it. Hard to believe. I wonder how long that will continue because this will become a thing, I'll bet. I'll bet next year you'll hear a little bit more of it. And then by the year after that, <clears throat> it'll be to the point where we have to just say, okay, yes. It's okay. With, gender neutral. Within five years, we're going to have pictures, if they don't already exist, of Santa in a rainbow colored suit coming down the oh chimney. Oh, my. Shh. Shh. Oh, yeah. 
Don't give anybody any ideas. Oh, I bet it's already happened. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> Maybe you should look for that. I'm doing it right I'll bet now. You find, I'll bet you'll find multiple images of that. <clears throat> Not just a red suit. It's a rainbow suit. Well, we've already got at you least got the it. hat. Okay. At least the Christmas hat rainbow uh, that's color. That's wonderful. Good. But that's not enough, is it? It's got to be the full suit. It's got to right, be the whole right. Why Santa the suit. Uh, I'm not seeing it yet. Huh. Okay. Well, it's... good. Then shh. <laughs> Christmas, co- coming Christmas 2020. Your rainbow colored Santa suit. <laughs> not bad. You heard about it here first. By the way, uh, the Golden Globe nominations are out. Oh, good. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> On the film side, Top Honor, Best Motion Picture Drama, will come down to 1917. Huh, I don't think that's even in theaters yet, is it? That big war uh, movie? I think it's a war movie, 1917. Then The Irishman, which is on Netflix. with uh, That's a Martin Scorsese movie with Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Uh, Joker, Marriage Story, also Netflix. And The Two Popes. Wow. In the musical and comedy uh, category, the nominated films are Dolomite Is My Name, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Uh, best television drama? Big Little Lies on HBO. The Crown on Netflix. Now, The Crown changed their entire... Did you watch The Crown? No. no. You never saw that? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, as time went on, I guess they, they switched the entire... St- the whole crew, the whole cast is different now. Well, so same wait. characters, different. Yeah, because they're older now, and so oh, they, they oh, switch okay. them instead of making them look older, which they could have done. I mean, I was kind of invested in those people, and now I don't yeah. even care about it anymore. Uh, so, Big Little Lies on HBO, The Crown on Netflix, Killing Eve, BBC, The Morning Show was nominated mm. on Apple TV Plus, which Glenn says is incredibly good. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of good things about that. Mm. And Succession on HBO. Uh, best performance by an actress in a TV series. Jennifer Aniston, morning show. Olivia Coleman on The Crown, which I haven't seen. Uh, the new one. Uh, Jodie Comer in Killing Eve. Nicole Kidman, Big Little Lies. And Reese Witherspoon, morning show. So, wow, the two leads in The Morning Show are both nominated. Huh. And overall, looks like Netflix dominated the nominations. And uh, some good news for Netflix. Yes, it is. For a change. Yeah. I don't know how long that's going to continue, though. They're going to have to produce so much new content because everybody's taking their content from them. Yeah. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how this how this goes in the next couple of years. If HBO takes over again or if Netflix continues to produce enough quality shows that they get nominated like this. You know, and Netflix became far and away <laughs> the most expensive streaming service. And so now... By a lot. Right. And so now yeah. that they're getting stuff peeled away from them, people aren't just turning a blind eye to their, you know, recurring charge every month. I've already heard from my wife. We need to get rid of Netflix. Yeah. Like, no, nah, well, no. Yes, we need, we got it. We got Disney Plus now. <laughs> we need to get rid of Netflix. Yeah. I... <laughs> Okay, but there's nothing on it. They, they, they took everything off of it. Well, no, there's still some. Starting, it's not worth it. We're not gonna. Yep. We're not gonna pay another thirteen dollars for Netflix and seven dollars for Disney Plus. Yeah. And Burr, I'm cold. It's cold. Burr. <laughs> Burr, I'm cold. Burr. 
I'm, it's gold. I'm cold. Burr. I'm about to pull the plug on Netflix as well. Are you really? Yeah. yeah. Now, is that your choice or is that Carrie's yeah, choice? Yeah, we've talked about it. Nobody yeah. in the family watches it. Nobody uses it. Really? You know, I think uh, huh. I think uh, my oldest daughter is, uh, you know, when she's not overanalyzing uh, jingly Star Wars costumes. Yes. Is watching uh, some show. Um, uh-huh. uh, oh, is she watching a Netflix show still? Yeah, and so when that runs out, I'm gonna pull the plug. Are you really? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's like 14 bucks, I think, 13.99 or 14, whatever it is. Yeah. So that I mean that could be Disney Plus and Apple TV, right? <sighs> yeah, and you could you know what you could tell Jackie, you could be like, okay, then. Uh, well, no, wait a minute. How, how does this work? Somehow you use that extra 14 bucks a year or a month to mm-hmm. uh, heat the house, keep it warmer, and then maybe she'll stop complaining <laughs> about the temperature. So then, yeah, you lose that your Netflix, it, but I, you also get to lose the yeah. There's burr, almost cold. there's almost no way you lose the burr. I'm cold. It's cold. Burr, burr, burr. I'm cold. Yeah, it's 83. I know. I'm cold. Burr. It's cold. It's drafty in here. <laughs> no, I'm sweating. Out of my mind drives me. <laughs> We're just not thermostatically compatible. Uh-huh. You know, you should have one side of the house is yours, or you know, maybe upstairs is yours. Mm-hmm. You can close all the doors or whatever it takes to keep it cool, and uh, she can have the the hot swampy lower level <laughs> downstairs. Or yeah, actually, it should be the other way around probably because heat rises. So let her have oh, the upstairs, okay. Thank you. and I'll keep the downstairs where I've got my seventy five inch TV. Wow. <laughs> It'll be happy. Uh, I, I mean, I know it wasn't intended to hurt, but it did. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's right. You've got you. a teeny tiny little television yeah. you can barely see from more than four feet away. Yeah. Oh, true. darn it. Yeah. I wish I would have remembered that. I oh. wouldn't have mentioned it. You know what? Since I'm not getting a new large screen TV for Christmas, maybe I'll mm-hmm. just ask for, I don't know, a pair of binoculars. Keep them here at the couch, just off to the side. Right. There we go. See, yeah. everybody. Are wins. you sure you're not getting the large screen TV? Mm. Have you Have you put out some hints for Santa? Have you been a good boy all year long? Well, we know that. We know the answer to that. Been a lifetime of hints, Pat. And yeah, that haven't taken hold. There's no difference between this Christmas and any previous one, so don't get my hopes up, (laughs) please. Did you see that in Finland they just uh, they just nominated a 34 year old prime minister? Yes, 34. Somebody who wouldn't even be eligible in the United States of America to run for president. Hmm. is the new prime minister of Finland, Sanna Marin. She's uh, Right now, she's transport minister for the country's social democrats. Oh, I mean, that's that's a stepping yeah, stone right great? there. Yeah. From, from Transport minister, yeah. If I had a nickel for every transport minister who's moved up to president or prime minister, uh-huh. man. <laughs> it's kind of like trying to go from uh, HUD secretary to president. <laughs> yes. Mr. Castro. <clears throat> Or uh, mayor of South Bend, Indiana, uh-huh. president, which could actually happen, actually, in this country. So, But she's understood to be the world's youngest leader. She's 12 months younger than North Korean uh, despot Kim Jong-un, who's now 35. Mm. And Kim Jong-un, what is going on there? I mean, he's making noise like uh, they've called Trump old and... Stupid or something recently? Really? Yeah. I saw they were going to send America a, a present, Christmas present. Mm-hmm. And everybody's wondering, well, what is what is that? That can't be good, right? 
and I don't I don't think it is, but we don't we don't know what to expect exactly if anything. But I don't know why they're really uh, they're sort of going after President Trump right now, and I, I don't really understand it because he hasn't, to my knowledge, he hasn't said anything about him, has he? Yeah, no- I haven't heard him, you know, disparage Kim Jong Un at all. Mm. But uh, yeah, the two youngest leaders, uh, Kim Jong Un, and then this uh, Finlandian. Do we know her politics at all? Social Democrat, I would say she's probably socialist, yeah, close to it. Yeah, that didn't sound right. Good. Yeah, not so promising. Or no, <clears throat> no. But that's where you know that's where millennials are, right? They're kind of in that area of mm. the social democrats, uh, democratic socialists. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Walmart has just pulled their Christmas sweaters that that mixed Santa with cocaine. There's a there's a smart move from Walmart. They removed uh, there you go several pieces of uh, merchandise from its Canadian website. <laughs> uh, customers took offense to a line of Christmas clothing. The retail giant also issued an apology over the sweater offered by a third party seller, Funware that featured an image of a bug-eyed Santa Claus seated in front of three white lines that appeared to be cocaine. The sweater's tagline? Let it snow. (laughs) That is uncool. This is a... That's not good. Jeffy product line. For those who weren't quite sure what the sweater might be suggesting, uh, the product description read, We all know how snow works. It's white, powdery, and the best snow comes straight from South America. <laughs> That's bad news. How did this get by the, the I don't know. merchandise buyer? That's bad news for jolly old St. Nick who lives far away from in the North Pole. <clears throat> That's why Santa really likes really likes to savor the moment when he gets his hands on some quality grade A Colombian <laughs> snow. What? Really bad. Bad. Wow, they're not even pretending. And then it's a bunch of lines in front of him to snort. I mean, yeah. Can we see the photo again? Look at this. Uh, yeah, there it is. Oh, wow. In the world. Wow. That is somebody at Walmart <clears throat> merchandise, whatever, that doesn't like their job. That was just like approve, approve. Oh, hey Santa, approve, approve. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's pretty egregious. Hand. Yeah. Hey, real quick housekeeping on the uh, Social Democrat Party. Yes. That leader, the 34-year-old lady. Um, Uh A lot of their um, ideology is far left, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. But there's a couple of these interesting. The party is advocating for Finland to become oil independent by 2030. You don't see that all the time. And then they're also um, opposed to easing uh, work-based immigration. So they don't want people immigrating to their country and taking Finnish jobs um, but the other, the rest of their uh, party stuff is pretty left. Yeah, there's another problem with them coming into the country and what's that? And going to school for free uh-huh. on on the Finnish taxpayers. Oh. That's been happening in droves wow. for years now, and I think they're starting to get a little bit sick of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so everybody's coming here from other countries and and just taking advantage of our taxpayer dollars. Uh, maybe we might want to put a stop to that eventually. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Hmm. So that's what they're doing. Finland for Finns? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Also, we've got um, dogs being painted like t- 
tigers. Oh, yeah, you know how we had the cow uh, situation. They would paint them and they'd keep the... Talked about that the other day. Yeah. Had the, Keeps would, the flies off of them exactly. or something? Yeah. So that was in Japan. <clears throat> they were doing research there. Now farmers in South India mm-hmm. are dyeing their dogs' fur with tiger stripes to scare <laughs> off bands of marauding monkeys. Apparently the monkeys are wreaking havoc on their corn crops. Uh, Look at that dog. Uh, so that's what they're doing to their dogs. <laughs> so they look like tigers, and then it scares them, and they leave the dogs alone. That is awesome. That dog doesn't look too happy uh, being now a cat. <laughs> he identifies as a cat now. Uh, the poor pooch. <clears throat> it is weird how just painting the stripes on it changes, you know, what happens naturally. It just shows you how stupid monkeys actually are. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that we're closely related to monkeys anymore. <laughs> I mean, how dumb are they? They're scared of dogs because they have paint on them now. Now, if you walked up to that dog, would you be scared of it, thinking it's a tiger? No. Why? Because you're a human, and you're smarter than that. And it's the size of a dog. Right. It's not the size of a tiger. (laughs) Stupid monkeys think they're so smart. And here we go again with the butt-tongue disease. How many times do we have to hear about this? 63-year-old man in Germany died after contracting a rare infection, which is not so rare. We've talked about it how many times this Mm -hmm. year? How many times? My family won't listen to me on this. Like, okay. Whoa. Get butt tongue disease then. What's happening? Are they are they letting the dog <clears throat> kiss their mouth? Yeah, I try to nasty... tell them, don't do that. So you what? just don't know. Oh, she doesn't have butt tongue disease. You don't know that. You, you don't, know. don't know that. You know what? That That's what the person who has like uh, stumps for arms now said. Yeah, right. When they were making out with their dog. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Doctors have warned pet owners to seek urgent medical advice if they exhibit unusual flu-like symptoms uh, following the rare cases. Uh, the previously healthy man's infection was caused by, you know, this bacterium that is commonly found in the mouth of dogs and cats, transmitted to humans in rare cases. A woman lost her hands and legs mm-hmm. due to an infection from puppy kisses. Uh, pet owners with banal for flu-like symptoms should urgently seek medical advice. My goodness. And, of course, a man lost his hands and feet after a dog-related infection. In May, an Ohio woman had her legs and hands amputated after contracting that infection. And now the 63-year-old man, I think he's the third or fourth to die that we've talked about this year. So, effectively, we've learned today, don't make out with your dogs and don't let them poop in the house if you have a Roomba. Exactly. Those are two really good safety tips. I don't care who you are. Also, we have this story from the Massachusetts State Police testing the Boston Dynamics uh, robot dog, Spot. Here's a look at uh, Boston Dynamics robot dog. Mm. This is an actual dog. This is real, right? This is real. That's, uh, this isn't this one is of those a, fakey videos. Nope, this is a commercial as they try to sell this robotic dog to agencies like the Massachusetts Police. And did they buy? Um, they are, uh, it's on Considering loan. It. It's on loan for three months. Okay. And after the three months, uh, they will decide if they're going to buy, you know, a shipment of these robotic dogs for the Massachusetts State Police and probably eventually um, connect guns and lasers to them would be my guess. I mean, look at these things. They could do... Oh. Uh, they can open doors. A little spooky. And let another dog robot in. <laughs> okay, then it goes through... All this fog or smoke yeah. or whatever it is. 
Uh, oh. It carries a lot of weight on it. Uh huh. I would think eventually they're going to be used in like uh, a bomb detection. Yep, yep. You can see that. Yeah. And marching down our city streets uh, with lasers and guns attached to them. Exactly. All right. So chilling. There you go. Another uh, another chilling advancement that uh, we better think twice about. I bet those dogs don't poop embrace. on your. Don't poop on the rug, right? No, but they could kill you. So. Yep. Okay. Don't worry about that, though. Yep. Yeah, don't worry about that. Okay. I'm sure that'll never happen. Yeah, never. Ah, never. Forget it.